China's Hong Kong squeeze. Crowds of young people in Hong Kong have yet to dissipate, and with the presence of riot police on the streets, have reacted violently. Surrounding government buildings, they delayed a second reading to stop the government passing an extradition law. Hong Kong citizens fear that life will become as it is in China, which is not known for allowing freedom of speech or the most basic of human rights. Hong Kong's leader, Carrie Lam, is acting in China's favour. Hong Kong and China both have an eye to the future, specifically July 1st, 2047. That was a date set by Britain and China as being the end of autonomous rule for the island city and the day that would see it handed back to China. That agreement was made on June 30, 1997, when Britain vacated Hong Kong after 155 years of rulership. The British became enamoured with China in the 1700s and saw it as a good place to do trade. Britain, like China's tea, silk and porcelain, but China only wanted its silver. China's demand for silver placed the Brits under a lot of pressure. Great Britain also ruled in India and took the opium grown there to sell in China. Over time, many Chinese became addicted to opium, which gave rise to an underworld of opium dens. A Chinese official called Lin Zizou convinced the Chinese emperor that opium was an evil to be eradicated. Lin's action stopped the drug trade. British dealers were angered when China outlawed opium and destroyed tons of its shipments. Great Britain did some dodgy deals and ran smuggling runs. As an illegal substance, opium could not be claimed as being a legitimate product. British sailors killed a Chinese user and the British covered their own. That helped cause a war. Well, that and the destruction of tons of shipments of the drug. So began the First Opium War, 1839-1842. The Nanking Treaty, 1842, was the first unequal treaty, through which China would lose much and the British would gain. Britain had no internal taxes to pay on their merchandise, and China 
was encouraged to legalise opium. The Second Opium War, 1856-1860, and the Treaty of Tientsin, 1858, opened the Chinese nation up to more uneven trading with Britain, which would eventually impoverish the nation. China lost rulership and possession of Hong Kong in the Nanking Treaty and has always felt humiliated by its weakness during the Opium Wars. There are numerous reasons that China is eager to reclaim the island city that never sleeps and regaining loss of face is one of them. Bit by bit, it has been putting this squeeze on the freedoms that exist in Hong Kong. October 2018 saw the completion of the world's longest bridge to be built over a sea. At 55 kilometres or 34 miles long, it is 20 times longer than the Golden Gate Bridge. The joining of the island to the mainland is a statement that declares the inevitable union of Hong Kong with China. China has a lot to prove to itself as much as to the UK and the greater international audience. If Hong Kong's protests seem a bit desperate, it could be because they know that if they don't make a ruckus now, they may not get the chance to do so later.